Hello, this is David Metric, founder of Airbrook One, where we are reimagining how you can book and fly privately. With the big increase in popularity in flying private jets over the past couple of years, it's our hope that our listeners will learn many of the ins and outs of flying private jets. It's a very cool world, tough to break into, so let's get into it. Hello, everyone. We just had a great conversation with Saskia DeJong. She's the Director of Customer Success at the Avenue Group, which is a global company that works with operators and brokers and kind of puts them together to buy slash lease uh, private charter. And we talked about we talked about our customers. We talked about industry news. We talked about her background, talked about you know, what Avenue is doing to stay on top of the game because they really are the biggest. They really are the biggest and the best. So it'll be, it's a great podcast. Take a listen. Welcome to the Jetmetric Podcast today. And today we're welcoming Saskia DeJong from Avenode Group. Uh, Saskia is the Director of Customer Success at Avenode. Welcome. Thank you, David. A pleasure to be here. That's great. Um, I'm happy you're here too. We've, uh, you're our fourth uh, podcast we're doing. And we've had a mix of in industry, out of industry, if you will. And so the listeners understand. I've known Saskia now because we work with Avenode for over a year, I've been talking to her well over a year already um, with Airbook One. And I thought Saskia would be a great guest to have on the podcast to kind of learn kind of what's going on from Avenue Group's perspective with all the issues um, in, in the industry right now and with all the fun in the industry too, because it's still a super cool industry, no matter how tough it is out there. So I, if it's okay, I wanted to start with some recent industry news, um, which we've talked about before, but I'd love to get your all's perspective on it. How about before we go into that, if you can maybe explain your role at Avenode, that'll lead right into the recent news thing I want to talk about. Absolutely. So um, as a customer success um, director, I am in charge of basically bringing in new sales, but also really making sure that our existing customers get value out of our products. And what we do at Avenode Group, we offer business essentials for the private charter aviation industry. So really thinking about being able to market your aircraft successfully, sourcing aircraft, um, and then what happens after that from the moment of quoting to making sure that we have all the logistics lined up, crew scheduling, but also making sure that you can handle payments with our newest venture, which is Paynote. So really any essential that you can think of from the beginning of a trip, sourcing it through really takeoff and, and making sure that payment has been received. Okay, got it. That's exactly what I knew you were going to say, but I want the listeners to hear it because again, we've known each other for a little while here. So with, I'd say with the, the, with the supply issue, if you will, there's obviously aircraft and flight crew uh, supply issues because the demand is so high. Um, and we're seeing that on our end. I mean, when we used to run searches um, in the very beginning, just say we, we reach out to 20 different operators, we have about 16 options to kind of choose from. Now it's anywhere from zero to four. It's a big difference. And so we're tweaking a little bit, reaching out to some operators and kind of securing our fulfillment, which is, which is working fine on our end. But what have you done? What, what are you all seeing regarding this? How long do you think it's going to last, number one? And then two, what are you doing to kind of solve it or help the pain, if you will, of customers? So it's a really hard question. How long is it going to last? I was on a panel last week myself with operators and brokers, and I asked that exact same question. And, and no one really dares to even start by guessing how long is it going to last. The consensus is that it will not be over soon. It will last 
a lot longer. I mean, is it going to be an economic downturn for it to change? Most likely. And, and when that is, it's, it's hard to tell. But everyone agrees that it will be here uh, at least to stick around for a little longer. That's interesting. I, I, people ask me that question, too. Some of our customers are asking because of you know, uh, some, some limited options, if you will. Um, but the, the, the higher rated aircraft and flight crews, they're the ones who I think are in the highest demand. And those are the ones that we've been, we've been renting out to. But for me, it feels like about 18 months plus or minus because I've been tracking kind of uh, aircraft orders mm-hmm. from different operators and that's ramping up as well. So I'm kind of looking at, you know, the ch- I put a chart together, kind of who's buying, who's flying, you know, and um, who wants to fly that can't fly. And I think it's like 18 months plus or minus, I guess we'll see, but your, your comment, which I've not heard before that would take an economic downturn to solve this, which is not really a positive comment. It's interesting. It could, I guess it could happen that way as well. But w- what are you hearing from like your, like, so your customers are the owners of airplanes, the operators of airplanes, right? Uh, we do not necessarily deal with um, the owners too much um, unless it's, it's on the Scudero side where they are looking for a tool to manage their aircraft and their crew. Um, on the, on the Avidote side, we really often deal with the certificate holder, the, the managed operation. Um, or, or, yeah. So that, that's typically where we, where we are in communication with. And the, and the brokers as well. Yes, absolutely. And the brokers as well. Okay. So um, what's your feedback been from your customers as far as like, you know, what's going on? Because I know myself, we talk to our contact about once a week, letting him know, you know, to have a note contact, what we're seeing on our end when we send out, uh, you know, quote requests on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious what, what you're hearing from your team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is an insane change from where they are 18 months ago when 18 months ago we were dealing with the start of the pandemic and there was no travel. Um, So that obviously was an extremely challenging time. And now 18 months later, we're dealing with the complete opposite where uh, there is no availability. And that's caused by a couple of different things. It's because an owner wants to fly their own aircraft more. There has been new flyers that are now interested in the uh, in the private jet space because it's a it's a safer way to fly because of COVID. Uh, they don't want to share the cabin with anyone else. Um, also because of maybe lack of availability on a, on a commercial airline where they have their own challenges, obviously. And then there is the interesting thing that I've heard is that. There are new, those new flyers, some of them start off with charter, but there's also new travelers, new private jet travelers that went to straight buying aircraft. Um, And and there's just really no aircraft to be found. If you talk to aircraft brokers on the aircraft sales side, there's no availability. They've already uh, went to Europe. They got the good aircraft that were available in Europe, brought them over to the Americas. And even there, there's no aircraft a good aircraft for sale anymore, which I think is a very interesting thing to see. And then looking at the date that we are now, even being at MBAA in October, I think that Thursday, people were talking about that that was the busiest day that they had on a Thursday. And it was just a random Thursday. And it keeps on adding to it. Like every week, it's the newest, busiest day. Um, And thinking of Thanksgiving is not even here. Peak period is just about to start right now. So what does that mean? 
Um, also, corporations haven't really started flying. Uh, sorry, business travelers haven't right. really started right. flying yet. So there's no peak season yet. Well, we're on the on the I guess right on the curve of that. And then business travel hasn't really started. So what does that mean? And it, uh, I think operators are are a little bit worried about that. We have the great resignation going on. So I think there's there's shortage of staff everywhere, mm-hmm. pilots, um, but also in the office like charter sales. Um, making sure that they can manage all of the incoming requests as well. So, I mean, it's it's a combination of all these different things that makes it so challenging for our customers to do their day-to-day job, which directly affects what you do, David, um, mm-hmm. sourcing aircraft. So obviously it, it is harder to find an available aircraft because of all the reasons that I just mentioned above. It's interesting. I, I agree. We, we, there, those issues are there. What we're finding is, is the, the majority of our customers want, you know, like the highest safety rating platinum. They want the, the newer, newer airplane or newly refurbished airplane and though, and they cost more, but mm-hmm. those are the ones that we are finding that actually are available. The ones that aren't available are the ones I'm kind of speculating a little bit here. The ones that are not available are the ones that are maybe a little bit older, haven't been refurbished yet. Therefore, their pricing is like 20, 30% less. And those are the ones that, like, you, when we first started, you can get a Lear 35, no problem, like 20 of them. They're, I mean, they're not even anywhere to be found. And so all, most of the bookings that we're doing are all newer aircraft. You know, again, they, they cost more, but people just want, what we're finding is our customers, they want the better aircraft, the newer aircraft, you know, and it's interesting because uh, we we were we toyed with having like two options. You know, we 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 source it for them at the highest level, or you know, have a toggle and say, you know what, we want something older, you know, 20, 30% less, but that that kind of dried up. Interesting. Which makes sense, I guess, what we're talking about here. So I guess got a question for you. With mm-hmm. limited supply of the available aircraft, has that changed your buying behavior? It it sounds like it. So our, our buying behavior is dictated by the clients. So, right, because we, we want to get them the best plane at the least expensive price. That's that's our main goal. So if somebody, you know, so if someone came in and said, I don't need a platinum, I need a gold and an older airplane, uh, we are telling them those are harder to find. However, if people are booking with us more than eight, nine days out, we're very successful in finding aircraft for them. If it's one, two, three days out, that's where we're seeing a problem uh, fulfilling, although we started off saying, you know, we're not the big jet car guys in fractional ownership in within 24 hours or 48 hours, you have to call us. Um, that's on our website and app um, to, to, to do a booking. So we knew out of the gate, we didn't want to be in that world of last minute. Can I, can I leave in six hours? Can I leave in 12 hours? Can I leave in 24 hours? So that is where I think the biggest crunch is right now. So uh, from our perspective, and people are booking out longer times where we're not having a problem finding, there might be less to choose from, but we have fulfilled every order we've had to date, which is gotcha. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is good. But, you know, again, it's like someone's going to pay more, you know, that, that's, those are the planes that are available and not everybody can do that. Like yeah. as, as high end as this whole deal is, there's so many different levels. Somebody who, you know, flies first class all the time wants to try private. Someone who flies private five times a year and says, you know what, I want to do all 25 of my trips a year private. And then they kind of bump up and it's like, that's kind of what we're going after the people that work with the brokers that have that flexibility to kind of change what they do. Although we did pick up two uh, NetJet customers randomly uh, this week. Oh. Because they blew through their hours 
and they couldn't buy any more. And they're like, what's the point? You know, we might as well just work the broker. And so um, they reached out to us on their own, which was good after hearing about us. And, uh, you know, the no, the no front costs and, you know, f- you know, fly at will or a la carte. Um, it's pretty easy for people to do it and try once. And if they want to come back, fine. If they, if they don't, that's fine too. As you would like them to come back. Obviously. Um, we actually had our first return, uh, return customer yesterday. That is great. Which was exciting. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, which is good. So I don't think that answers your question. No, it, it does. I mean, and I think that that's, as you mentioned very well, like it's obviously what is the customer looking for? Um, but I'm also wondering, like, if they purchased with you a year ago, and now they see maybe a change in rates as well, how is that response? It hasn't happened. But again, if someone booked the year ahead of time, I mean, they can cancel the trip until uh, 100% back 40 hours prior. Gotcha. That makes sense. So, so it's just like a hold, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have a hold and we also instituted a hold out of the gate for 24 hours uh, just to kind of get people comfortable with kind of what we're doing, if you will. Makes sense. Got yeah. It. So, yeah. So, but booking ahead, it's better. You know, in the beginning, it was like book, you could book ahead. I, I would talk to people on the phone and say, listen, you can book it now, but you know, I'd monitor it on the app or the web because it changes every day. I mean, if two planes come offline, two go on, prices are different, you know, changes, not a lot, but it does change. Although as the last 60 days have changed a ton, most everything is up. Yeah. That's what we hear that some operators have kind of said, you know what, we do not want to quote anymore outside of 72, 96 hours. Are you, do you see that same um, we are. struggle? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, we obviously get it. You're just trying to focus on the shorter window and, and yeah, kind of take it day by day. I guess that that's what the operators are, are trying to do. Right. Uh, that's not, it's the opposite of what we're doing, but um, it hasn't been, it has not been a problem for us. We've had many operators have reached out to us after we send out a, um, a request for a booking uh, just via email or calling, you know, they'll send the email if it's a decline or even accept, and then they'll reach out. They call us. We, our plan is reach out to them. They call us first kind of ask what we're doing. You know, I think with all the activity we have online and people, you know, searching, and even if, if a hold, the hold goes on or, or they're actually booking, the operators are clearly seeing the, the activity we have, which is a good thing. Yeah, and I think that that's where, I mean, this this industry is such a small industry and relationships really do matter. I mean, we are a tech platform we really connect an operator and a broker, but it doesn't mean that we say that everything can happen, happen online. And I do think that, as you mentioned, like you have built relationships with operator over time uh, where they trust you. There's a mutual trust relationship and you might get preferential treatment over other brokers. So uh, I do think that that's really, really still very important, especially in this industry where there's such a low supply. I mean, you are going to get more declines than uh, we have normally seen. So uh, if if they have multiple people reaching out, well, who are you going to give the trip to? You only have one aircraft to give, right? So um, yeah, no, I I think that that's absolutely important. And it's great that you guys have built that relationship with operators. Yeah, that's, that's certainly ongoing for sure. And then I don't know if you, if you heard just a side note here, we brought on one of the former presidents at Jetlinks um, onto our company as our CMO and oh, uh, revenue growth officer, uh, Brian Goodman. He was based in uh, Chicago and he was, he was doing Chicago, Detroit, uh, Tulsa, their home base. And they, they were going to give him a few more items, but uh, he kind of wanted to work with a smaller group. And uh, we, we kind of met randomly on LinkedIn, actually. He took one of my, one of my posts I did myself, you know, we have a marketing firm and put it on his feed and said, looks like these guys are the right game plan. 
So I thanked him. He said, if you're wanting me for coffee, I would do it. I said, I'm happy to meet. Where do you live? We live near each other. And then the next day we met. And then two weeks later, he was on board. That is great. Oh, yes. very random. He's a good guy. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. It's, yeah, it's always you. nice to have um, industry veterans and talent on your team. So um, great. I'm looking yeah, forward absolutely. to meeting him in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let me answer that question. So there, there are, from what I see, a few competitors out there. And what differentiates you over them? if you will, like there's fly easies out there and flight partner and some other ones. What, what, what's your, what's your goal to make yourselves like the best you can be, if you will. I always welcome competitors because first of all, that keeps us on our toes and makes us push to be better. I would say our, our biggest competitor has always been kind of the phone, even though maybe that changed when the pandemic started. We have never seen higher numbers floating through our system as when the pandemic actually kind of like played out Yeah. because people were now forced to work from home and they didn't have that office environment where they can just ask each other like, hey, who should I use and who should I call? So that kind of changed. Um, I know you kind of mentioned a couple of the other ones out there. Avanode is a global platform. So I would say, first of all, we are global and that really sets us apart. Mm-hmm. There are some other systems out there that that have presence outside of the United States. We also know that the United States is the biggest market when it comes to private jet. But at the same time, if you're looking, your customers is looking for a trip to Europe, you kind of want to have all of that in one place, right? Right. Uh, so we're global. Uh, and then we're also a neutral marketplace. I mean, we're not an operator. We're not a broker. The only interest that we have is making sure that we offer tools that could help you be more successful. We do not deal with any of our end cust- your end customers um, at any time. So that really sets us apart, I would say, in comparison to some of the other systems out there. I would totally agree with you. <laughs> Being a customer of Avidon, I would totally agree with you. It is a comfort thing. Um, and I mean, I'm no judgment, yeah. but I mean, this, yeah. that's the reality. We're very comfortable in the space that we are in and we're very secure of that. Um, we have no yeah, interest. You all are good at it too. Thank so yeah, if, uh, it, w- one other question um, I'm, th- I'm thinking about, this is more personal travel related. There's so many people in this industry, right? So many people in the industry that don't get to fly privately a lot. Like personally, I've never flown privately, but I have a lot for uh, the business, real estate business I was in for 30 something years. I used to fly probably 20, 25 times a year on clients' airplanes. Kind of how I fell in love with this to begin with. <laughs> but personally, I never, I never went on a private jet vacation or tour, you know, tour. Is that something you've done before? So I've had the pleasure of jumping on an empty leg twice, Um, but that was just my luck. I mean, both times I was at an industry event and uh, one of our partners uh, was flying back to the destination that I was going to and it was offered to me. Uh, which was very fortunate. It was amazing. Loved it. If I could afford it, I would do it. I I can totally see (laughs) that you can get the bug. Once you've done it, you don't really want to go back, right? It's almost like the same as like with business class, you do not want to go back to to the back of the plane. Um, I can certainly attest that flying private is amazing. I mean, it's, it's the experience of the jet, obviously, but also the convenience. You can just drive up 15 minutes prior to departure and that's to it the door. to the door of the airplane, get out and you're on. What a difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I would totally uh, fly more <laughs> if I could, but yeah, no. All right, so now we know we're both aspiring to. Yes. Okay, exactly. That's our goal. That's exactly. the goal right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any, any kind of thing you want to talk about? I mean, you talked a lot about Avanode, but any, you know, 
plug or whatever you want to talk about, Avenue, you know, to kind of you know, get people to check you all out. Anything you want to mention? Sure. I mean, I think we'll, we'll for Avenode, uh, we're pretty much known for our, our marketplace, which is strictly business to business. I mean, we do sometimes get a call from someone who wants to fly private, and we're happily uh, referring them to companies uh, as yourself, David, like Airbrock. Check out the website. They can absolutely help you. However, I mean, we, we do really want to help. Uh, professional companies in this industry. So I think Paynote is really our biggest focus um, and our biggest um, opportunity uh, for the next couple of months. I mean, we have a really kick-ass, sorry for my language, you can cut that oh. out if that's not allowed. Oh, hey, if it's kick-ass, it's kick-ass, there's nothing you can do about it. I think it's a great <laughs> payment platform. And essentially it's the Venmo of, of private jets. Um, so imagine that you can make a payment to an operator with one click of a button and um, you do not have any restrictions with banking hours. And that's really where, where Paynote, um, or it, that's existing today. So it really makes the life of an operator and a broker working together so much easier. Um, and then together with that, we just make it a lot easier to do business internationally and making sure that you have the ability to avoid some of those exchange brokers that you have today. You lose valuable time and um, it costs a lot of money. And I think that that's where Paynote makes it a difference. We, we can offer cost reductions and we are fast and we allow you to reconciliate and we give notifications. I'm sure... David, your team probably asks your company, uh, your uh, your finance team all the time, hey, have we received this payment from this AMP client? Have we received this? Well, we can make that easier. We will notify uh, the right people once it hits your account. So simplifying um, the payment process, because right. if, whatever you would ask a finance person, do you have an issue? There is no issue because ultimately you get paid, right? Because otherwise you don't have a running business. But right. once you start asking more questions, there's always things that you can do better and smarter and work faster. And that's what Paynote can do. We can help you work smarter. Um, and that's kind of kind of the tagline of all of our Avidot products. How can we help you work smarter and make sure that you can save some time so you can focus using that time and making more money? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, one thing that I like that's newer, you guys are working on accuracy of pricing. So you're, you're moving away from, because I've been talking to Simon about this, just blanket quotes to estimated pricing, which is, which is based on actual comparables, which is great. And there's a time component there, meaning within 30 days or not. And so it just makes it all more accurate to today's pricing. And so we actually started yeah. using that uh, beginning of the week. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. So yeah, ultimately we, we want to present pricing to, to our buyers that really helps, right? That is accurate and um, gives transparency on, on the aircraft and the pricing that you're looking at. Um, so that's where we have been working on with estimated price. And, and that will be the one price that we will move forward with. So depending on how operators response, like that's the price that you should really be looking at as a, as a buyer. Like what has been the historical response rate when it comes to this aircraft uh, or, or this fleet? So uh, we will continue to improve the data on that, um, but it will also be the price um, moving forward. And, and again, the ultimate goal of that is making sure that you as a buyer have a clear idea about what the pricing is that you can expect for that aircraft. 
Yeah, that's, that's great. And uh, yeah, as soon as Simon said we're moving away from the pure quotes, we're like, then we, we need to start moving on estimated pricing. So we changed a few few things on our end, took us about two, three hours. And then Simon flipped the switch and then we went over to estimated price. Good. And we would love to hear your feedback on it, how it's going. I mean, if there's stuff that you that you have questions about or that you would like us to change, the one thing that we're always appreciative about at Avanote is feedback, because we know there's there's things that we can improve. So please let us know if there is things that you would like us to add or change um, absolutely. to any absolutely. feature, really. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we've been doing that. We'll continue to do it. Excellent. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Of course. Well, Saskia, thanks so much for your time. Uh, it was really an awesome conversation. I learned a little bit. Hopefully everybody else uh, who's listening to this um, has as well. And uh, I know we'll talk again. And thanks again for your time. Much appreciated. My pleasure, David. Thank you for having me. Thank you all for joining the Jetmetric podcast today. We hope you all learned a little, maybe became a bit smarter, and maybe, just maybe, you're now at Jet Center, or at least on your way to be. The Jetmetric podcast is brought to you by Airbook One, where booking private jet charters has never been easier with guaranteed pricing, a high-end flight concierge team, and a super cool app. Check out Airbook One at www.airbookone.com and on both the Apple app and Google Play stores. This podcast can be found at www.jetmetricpodcast.com and, of course, at the Airbook One homepage. Have a great day, and until next time on the Jetmetric Podcast, read, learn, and fly. See you all later. <laughs>